Previously on Getting Dicey. The church in front of you has obviously weathered the assaults um, of evil for centuries. The heavy wooden door of this church is just covered with claw marks. You can see that the chapel is just strewn with debris. The soft prayer that you can hear being recited is just cut solidly just by this bolt of an inhuman scream. I'm going to start striding towards the father with my sword out. I need to know exactly why there's an unholy screaming coming down there from someone that I've heard is your son. He was lured by some wizard to take on Strahd a year ago. Both the wizard and Doru met their fate by Strahd's hands. He was returned to his father as a, what can only be described as a vampire spawn. Donovich has done the only thing he knew to do, which is lock him away underneath the church until the gods listen and help him bring his son back to him. Oh, poor man. Sounds like death would be best for this beast. Bill steps forward to Father Donovich. I know you are assistance from the gods you pray to. Sometimes certain things are not possible. And sometimes the assistance that you ask for is not exactly what arrives. And perhaps you'll find in time that this is a kindness that's been visited upon you. A tear rolls down Donovich's face. Maybe my my prayers have been answered by the appearance of you. Is this heavy wooden trapdoor held shut with his chain and a padlock? I'm just gonna, with my eyes, break the chain open. You just break that trapdoor, and you can just see a small wooden staircase that descends down into complete and utter darkness. Candlelight from the chapel above is slipping through small cracks, allowing you to glimpse just this gaunt shape in the corner. I'm just gonna charge and literally swing my axe at his head. He just darts forward as well. Getting dicey. <laughs> Alright, so um, we're with uh, the Baron at the top of the order. Now, uh, before we go to your turn, Shannon, um, Morley had just run up to tell you something. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll let Morley deliver that now. Baron, Baron. The, the the pillars, the pillars, we, we can collapse the room, collapse the room on him. Collapse the room on us. Collapse the room on him. We run, the roof collapses, he dies. Oh, that's a great, isn't he biting Loris? <laughs> well, yes, but I think the thought stands. Okay, crush Loris. I, I, I was never that fond of him anyway, Barry. <laughs> Let's do it. He's, if you can get Bill away from him and... um. As Mark, we can I'll, I'll attack the pillars. Um, but it is your turn, uh, uh, Brintel, so. Oh, first no basis. <laughs> yeah. fancy. I'm like, who's that? Yeah, I, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> so who the fuck's Brintel? <laughs> um, well, oh shit. I'm going to, <laughs> Everything's complicated. I... Okay, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. And that's a wisdom saving throw of 15 for... Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, wisdom. Is it Dormant? He's a 12, uh, 12 with a zero modifier. So that is, he's failed. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to roll 2d8. Oh, dang. Oh, a seven and a one. Uh, and what kind of damage is that? Necrotic. necrotic. Uh, so that's a 12, so eight. Um... Like I said, there's no great easy way of mentioning this, but he's taken mm. half damage from that. Okay. Um, cool. Is there any kind of um, 
bonuses that come with that one? I know you've got a spell that stops them from being... No, not that one. I just didn't want to do anything where I had to aim at him because he's entangled with Loris. Entangled is a very good word for the romance that's happening between (laughs) Doru and Loris at the moment. Engaged. You're engaged. Oh, hmm. (laughs) so nice. Anything else uh, from the Baron? Uh, The right building for it. Um, No. <laughs> I just think it's too soon, though. They've <laughs> only met. just met. I don't support this. Uh, well, I am playing Loris tonight, and I say let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let love. All right. Well. Be. Wait. Anything? So, anything else from the Barons? No. No. Cool, American. Over to you. Um. So you mentioned that Lightbringer got thrown out of Loris's hands. I don't know exactly where it's landed. See over here oh, at the top of the room there? The, so the I can I'm, I want to use for my turn. I want to run over to it and I want to throw it over towards the vicinity so it's lit up um, where the action's happening so not, so everyone can see what's happening. Yeah, cool. Whereabouts did you want to throw it? Um, I want to hopefully have it land right next to Loris. So it lights up the action so everyone can see. Yeah, cool. Okay. And he could potentially retrieve it, although I don't know how interested he might be in that. <laughs> Give me, um, first of all, how how is your roll 20 working? How's that looking at the yes. moment? So feel free to move your token and, and all that. So, yes, all right. Yes, yes. Um, I'd say I'll let you, yeah, this would probably be, I'm, I'm going to let this be a bonus action where it's just kind of like running over, scooping it up with your foot and lobbing it over um, to that part of the oh, room. bonus action. Yeah. Oh, in that case, if I've got another action, mm. I guess I'll just keep shooting arrows and hoping for the best. I know he's in, what is he, in three-quarter cover or something? Yeah, I'd say three-quarter cover. So we're going to add a uh, wow. five to his AC. You know, give it a crack. Rolling a 20. A 20 is perfect. Now, one of the things I did Ooh. get um, asked about uh, in regards to the people who are watching versus people who are listening, when you roll your dice, can you roll? tell us what you rolled? Um. And then add your modifier. So at the moment, all mm. of our viewers are just seeing a 14, but you're saying 20. So it's quite confusing. Yeah, so if you can say okay. 14 plus my six modifier, that's, yeah. So anyway, I've just yeah, explained okay. that one. So anyway. I've rolled a, what do I, so I get plus three for my decks and I have proficiency of three. Okay. So I get plus six on it. Yeah, cool. Rolling so I've rolled a 14 plus six. This is going to teach me how the game actually works. Huh? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's a hit. Uh, despite um, uh, despite Loris being on top of this guy, you managed to um, shoot a bolt uh, right into um, Doru's side. Um, Nine piercing damage. All right. And that does only uh, half of that. Um, so, yeah, so that bolt hits in and just sort of like pops into his side. Uh, anything else from American? No. Okay, perfect. Uh, Bill, over to you. Um, so... Loris and Doru are on the ground, and Loris is on top still? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so that means that he's prone. So if I try to stab him from where I am, is that easier or harder than normal? Because of where you are, it'll be, uh, you'd be, I'll still even let you do it as at advantage. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll stab him with the pointy end. Yeah, great. Give me a roll with advantage, please. 21, which is... Uh, 15 plus my modifier of six. Cool. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's perfect. So you just, uh, we're about to be aiming with this rapier. Uh, just trying to, just between the ribs. Yeah, cool. Um, and you managed to just slide that in between his ribs and he screams out. Um, but you have only done half damage on him. Anything else from Bill? 
Um, can I? Uh, it's an action to pick up a weapon, eh? Uh, you can pick up something. It's a, as a free action. I would like to pick up Lightbringer. <laughs> okay, nice. All right, great. Yay. It's like Thor's right, hammer so. or something. Um, it's a little bit of teamwork. Yeah. Do I do I manage to lift it up? <laughs> or is it? Oh no, it's easy far, as to lift up. Do you easy. whisper Lightbringer? Uh, <laughs> Lightbringer. Yeah. Lightbringer. Um, all right. All right. So I'm just Rumspringer. Um, cool. Rumspringer. Uh, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is. No, it is Loris's. It's Loris's turn. Um, so what Dave wants me to do with Loris for this first time is just look for a splinter of wood from that pillar that he broke. Um, and he finds it, he reaches out by his side and finds this uh, splinter of wood that fits nicely in his hand. It's sharp on one side, enough to make a, a like a make-do stake. Um, and he just brings that down with advantage. Uh, let's roll for advantage. Oh, yeah, perfect. He's rolled more than nothing. 19 plus his like, strength modifier of like seven or something. Um, and just brings that down right into the chest of Doru. Uh, and Doro uh, just lets out this massive scream as um, Loris uh, stands back and gets to his feet to sort of look down. He looks out at everyone with a proud look on his face um, and a big grin on his face. And he looks down at Doro, who is just screaming in agony, who just grabs onto this stake, wiggles it free from his chest, and just throws it across the room. Um, he has done. Um, what are we going to call that? Uh, we'll do a D. We'll just do a D. Um, <laughs> he's done a D's worth of damage. A D's worth of damage. Uh, he's done a total of six damage um, to Doro. Um, and then uh, Loris's grin as he looks down and sees Doro just pull this out of his chest and throw it to the side uh, just drops. This is not at all what uh, Loris was expecting. Um, it is Morley's turn. Morley's going to yell out, grab him by the feathers! <laughs> Which probably won't make a lot of sense to the rest of the party right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but then I'm going to draw my uh, my bow, and I, I would imagine he's slightly easier to hit now. Uh, he's still lying on the ground, so, um, uh, yeah. it's. I think it's with disadvantage if someone's prone lying yeah. on the ground. Yep. For, if, it's a, okay. if it's a ranged attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, a nineteen. Uh, give us a second roll, because it is going to be at disadvantage. Oh right. Sorry. Oh sorry. Oh okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, so was that a ten plus a five? Yeah, that's yeah. fifteen. Cool. Um, that's a that's a hit. Um, and that just mm. uh, soars through, and again just like slams into his shoulder. He's got a couple of these arrows sticking out of that same side now. Um. And he just again grabs at it and just pull, twists it from his arm, throws it down onto the ground. Anything else from Morley? Um, given I had sort of instructed mm. Baron on on my plan to collapse the room, yeah. I'm going to turn to Mirikin and say, "Mirikin, we can collapse the room. We can we can knock out the pillars, Mirikin." And then I'm going to start kind of moving towards the stairs, just a couple of steps. Okay, cool. Uh, it is Dory's turn. Um, and just like uh, the events from last week, he scrambles up to his feet and just launches himself towards um, Loris. Um, what are we rolling here? Uh, 
<laughs> he's just rolling that D. Um, swipes out at Loris's face as he launches towards him. And he rolled a total of 25, 19 uh, plus 6 is 25, doing 5 damage against uh, Loris. Um, and then while, uh, as he lands, just sinks his teeth back into Loris's neck. Uh, is Loris raging? Loris is raging. Okay. So the piercing damage is halved, piercing or slashing? Is it both, is it? Yeah. It's all a piercing, slashing. Blunt. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So let's give Dave back some of that. Uh, cool. Um, bites, and he rolled really high yet again, a total of 24, um, doing four piercing damage and nine necrotic damage. So there'll be two and nine, so 11 damage total, uh, bringing that down to very... Loris is looking very bloodied now, um, and his max HP has dropped another nine. Um, he, and Loris is now starting to take some pretty deep breaths, and he's looking paler than than normal. Um, I hope he's got a plan B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, now you get to see his plan B. Um, can I yell Mark, out to anyone yeah, during this? Can not, I? Can I back up Morley's plan here of to tell people to run away? Um, not at this point. Okay. You can on your turn for sure. All right. Um, Ismark uh, runs towards uh, Doru and Loris um, and manages to flank uh, Doru, which is probably very helpful at this point, um, and just swipes out uh, with the longsword at his side um, and then brings it back across Doru for a second attack. He's done very well. Both both of his attacks um, slash across um Doru's back uh doing a total of uh five, five, six, eight damage total. Get in there, man. Get in <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. Um go and, smart. Go. And we're back with uh the Baron. Okay. I'm gonna start to see the wisdom in Morley's plan here. I'm gonna yell out to everyone near this creature to get away from it because we're gonna collapse the roof. Um, but it doesn't look like he's, uh, anyone can move at this point. So hopefully they heard that. Yeah. I'm gonna, everyone in the room would have heard that. I'm going to walk to the Northwest and then I'm going to attempt to shoot him with chill All touch, right. uh, chill touch, which is a D 20 plus seven. So that's a two plus seven. Oh no, that's, that's an unfortunate miss. Sorry. A nine. Okay, um, there's not much else I can do. That's it. Okay. Mirican, we're back with you. I have a question. Yes. Um, so if someone's flanked, do only the people flanking him get advantage, or does anyone, like, even ranged attacks? Uh, the people who are flanking. Okay, that makes sense. Um, okay, so I've heard the idea about collapsing the ceiling, but before I make any rash th- decisions about destroying a room, mm. I want to see how, how he's looking. How damaged is he looking? I'm trying to figure out if we can take him or not. How damaged Doru is looking? Yeah. Well, Loris. Um, Doru has has a lot of damage to him. He's got holes in his side. Um, uh, he's got slashes across his back, but he's not at all what – he doesn't look like he's um, got much of a problem, to be honest. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, in fact, now that you take a closer look, you've noticed that some of those holes in his arm and his side where the crossbow bolts and, and the um, rapier had, like, plunged in have just healed over. Oh, no. This is serious. This changes my mm. battle plan slightly. Ooh. Yeah. Is that scared. your turn? I'm scared. I'm <laughs> not allowed to regenerate. Rude. Um. I'm going to stick with it because I can't think of anything. I'm scared, though. Um, I am going to come forward and I'm going to uh, thorn whip him and I'm going to yell out, get him while he's entangled, and I'm going to thorn whip him, wrap the thorn hopefully around his ankles and pull him towards me getting it, hopefully if it hits. Well, let's not get too excited. Um, I've rolled, what have I rolled, an 11 plus 6? Perfect. 17. And I'm hoping he gets opportunity attacks. Yeah. So three as he gets dragged forward. Uh, even with the fact that he's kind of surrounded, um, you do manage to whip it around one of his arms and pull him between uh, Bill and Ismark and then away uh, towards you an extra five feet. Um, that does open up an opportunity attack from both uh, Loris and, and Ismark, but unfortunately not Bill. Um, so let's, let's, Grab Ismark's one first. Yeah. Uh, he's got his long sword out. So he just swipes out as, as he disappears and manages to connect uh, with his long sword doing uh, five damage. Um, Loris, currently unarmed, um, just sort of uh, reaches out with his hand to do an unarmed strike. And he crit fails. <laughs> How bad. How Very bad. apt. Very, like, very in character. Uh, doing a 70. Uh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> he, he rolls 74, so it's not too bad in regards to uh, how bad a crit is. But he does just put a right hook across Bill's jaw. Just oh. whoosh, um, d- doing three uh, damage, through three bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use the rest of my turn to retreat back towards the staircase where Morley is. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, Bill, it's over to you. You now you have heard um, the Baron call out that we're going to collapse the room. Um, I would like to try something. Mm-hmm. Can I hand? Is is Loris standing now? Loris is, is standing. Yeah. Um, I would like to, like, kind of hand him Lightbringer, mm-hmm. and as we make, like, as he goes to grab it and he touches me, um, I'm going to sing him a song. We tried to help the Padre, Doru's father, yeah. Thalbi's refrain from stealing Laurel's health. We're so over you. Laurel's will be forever blue. That you're taking his reason for living. That you let them know, 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 HP. Oh, vampire, please. Give a little respect to the rocks. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to cast a lot of cure wounds at level. Still trying to figure out what song that was. I know. Part of it started to sound like the opening to the Muppets. <laughs> what was it? I know Erasure. The what? Erasure. <laughs> which, which Erasure song that? That um, one that was on the unicorn game. 
No. The only the only one that I know. Oh. I'll have to look at that. It's a Bill well, John, original. Got well, it. Yeah. John, yeah. it was very good. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank so. <laughs> you. Uh, so this is uh, healing for uh, Loris, is it? Uh, so I rolled a 11 plus 4, so 15 points of healing. 15 points of healing. Okay, cool. Uh, and then I'm just going to say, Loris, man, we're going to get out of here. Come on. Okay. okay. Uh, and you you look at Loris and he's just got that red uh, red rage in his eyes. And, and he, he takes Lightbringer um, from you and just places it on his back next to his, his axe. Still, oh, still great. Going. <laughs> great. You didn't want him to, no? You didn't want that to happen? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, did yeah. I, do, I get to, do I get to roll my, uh, the 15? Um, he hasn't started his plan B yet. You might love his plan B. But what if, like, he as he starts putting it away, Bill's like, uh, 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 whoa, 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 wait, why are you putting <laughs> it away? Whoa, 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 whoa. You, okay, sure. <laughs> well, you can, you I, can... I mean, I did, I did say to him, we've got to get out of here. You should have said, like, we've got to get out my, of this place. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to ask <laughs> him to alter his plan as he, like, his eyes glow mm. red and he places right. away his thing. I'm yeah. like, we've got to get out of here, man. Just shaking my head at him. So I roll a d20 when someone gives Loris a suggestion. <laughs> if yeah. I roll over 15, then I take that person's suggestion, uh, and I have rolled a six. So it looks like Loris's plan B is is uh, about to <laughs> roll out, as the Transformers okay. would say. Um, anything, <laughs> anything else from Bill? No. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. A sigh of resignation, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Loris looks almost through you, Bill, and just charges around, leaping onto uh, Doro's back um, and just sinks his teeth uh, deep into <laughs> Doro's uh, neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, who, th- who saw that one coming? Did I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, was, I was not sure what to expect, <laughs> actually. Uh, and he just sinks his Whoa. teeth in. Uh, with a roll of an 18 plus a 7 modifier. Uh, and he does, and then he, and, and again, just because he's in that rage, he just bites in uh, one more time as well. Um, the second one is a miss with a roll of a 6, but uh, plus his modifier. But that first one, he sinks in. And something you haven't seen um, Loris do for quite some time, you might get, have a memory of him killing a sturge and then just squeezing all of its blood into his mouth. Um, back when you were doing the Lost Mine of Fandalva, he bites, he sinks his teeth into Doro and just starts sucking and drinking the blood from Doro's neck. Um, but he has done a little bit of damage to Doro. <laughs> does he, Does he like, spit the blood out or...? No, he's, drink, he's, he's straight up uh, right. drinking the blood from Doro's neck. But chugging it. <laughs> <laughs> just like a juice box, just like oh, just, portable, yeah. he's, portable juice in, box. In Loris's mind, he's thinking, if this guy can bite me and get yeah. my blood, I need to get my blood back. Yeah. And he's just, yeah. Uh, and that's that's sure. Loris's turn. Makes sense. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. It is. That's how the body works. That's that old blood 80s. Just knock us homes. 80s martial arts movie. That's a blood 80s blood gang out. movie. Yeah, it's a gang movie. I, I've only seen yeah. the cover. I always wanted to watch it. It's pretty awesome. The cover was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Vatos Locos. 
<laughs> um, Morley, we're over with you. Well, Morley's momentarily stunned by what he's witnessing, thinking mm. this is the stupidest motherfucker <laughs> I have ever, ever been had the misfortune <laughs> to do battle with. Can I just can I just put out there, and this is for Loris when and Dave when he's listened. Mm-hmm. You're down here to put someone out of his misery, mm-hmm. not not to, to eat them, to, not to just enjoy the battle. Uh, but anyway, Morley, over to you. <laughs> yeah, Mor- Morley still thinks this is pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell out to uh, Bill and Ismark. I'm gonna give Loris a glance and then look back and go, Bill Ismark, let's get out of here. And then I'm gonna fire off a witch bolt Whoa. at the um, at this kind of pillar that's closest to Bill and Loris and Dora. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. To to start trying to. Rip out these support beams, you know. The one that this I'm one? pinging? Uh, yeah. Oh, the green? Uh, the one, one that, yep, that's the one. Cool. All right. Give us a roll to hit. Red, baby. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's. that's uh, what do you get? I, I don't even know what I'm, what I'm reading here. Right. Right. <laughs> By a total of 21. Yeah, 18 plus your three. Uh, so, yeah, that, um, just a bolt of that blue energy just cracks out from your hand and just hits that wood. You can see it just um, sort of do a shockwave of uh, blue ripple from uh, from where it hits to the ground and to the ceiling, and it just splinters out. It just explodes out, um, covering uh, sort of Bill and Ismark just with, like, sawdust, basically. Uh, you've destroyed that pillar completely. Which one got destroyed? Uh, the one sort of in front of Loris and Bill. So these two are destroyed. That's correct. The one behind mm. Bill and the one in front of Bill are now okay. destroyed. Any um any additional saggage? <laughs> yes, yes. There <laughs> is some saggage. For for a moment, you can see just a little bit of um the candlelight coming from uh the chapel above. Yeah. Uh, anything else from Morley? Uh. I'm just going to repeat my click. Run, run. Perfect. That's it. Um, it's just Doru and, and Loris here. Doru having now been bitten again. Um, anyone who's keeping an eye on Doru uh, would notice that the slashes that Ismark gave across Doru's back have now healed over completely. Um, and he snarls back at Loris twists in Loris's grip and just slashes into Loris's face once more. Um, and he has rolled uh, a six plus six, so 12. It's, uh, that's finally a miss there. Um, and he tries uh, once more with his claws just to try and do some damage. Uh, and he's rolled a 15 for a total of 21, dealing eight damage uh, across Loris's stomach this time. His abs. Uh, yeah. His dad bought Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. His yeah. And, then, <laughs> uh, and you can see just like this trickle of blood across that entire scratch, um, sort of beading and then starting to flow down Loris's stomach. And Doru is just looking at it uh, with just absolute hunger in his eyes. Um, it's Ismark's turn. And having heard um, the call to run, just swipes out at. Uh, the pillar at his side with his longsword rolling. Oh, he manages that first one sort of just like sinks into a bit of wood and it's a little tougher than he thinks. And he just raises it back once more and just like just destroys, just slices that pillar through um, and looks over at Morley and gives him a nod and just takes off across the room and positions himself next to another pillar uh, in the room. So that's three 
pillars destroyed. And that section of the room is really starting to to um, sag now. Oh. You're taking a lot of load-bearing pillars mm. um, out at the moment. Uh, Baron, it's your turn. Well, I, <clears throat> I would have tried to join in in that, but people are standing right next to where we want to collapse it. So I'm not going to collapse it on Bill and Loris. <laughs> I'm going to take a step back to the just in line with um, the back of the vampire that's biting Loris, and I'm going to attempt to shoot it with Chill Touch again. Uh, so yeah, uh, where's my thing? Another two plus Oof. seven. Again, it's another miss from the <laughs> from the Baron. Yeah, two twos in a row. I'm just going to yell out to uh, Loris and to Bill. To back off, the roof's going to come down. D20. He's rolled an eight. Um, I'm going to step back a bit further as well, towards yeah. the east. Uh, Mirican, over to you. I'm getting nervous. Um, Mirican looks over and she just sees the bloodlust in Loris's eyes and she recalls that we made this choice as a compassionate choice to put someone out of their misery and the fact that he seems to be just spiraling into like bloodlust and and just loving protracting the battle is just really gross to her um and she calls out everyone get out of there in five seconds i'll end this and she raises her staff and prepares a spell imploring loris to heed her words i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do two rolls because five and a ten five and a ten. Oh my god um, well, um, do I need to tell you what the spell is that I'm? Because if you you can just say a spell. if you prepare it, you do expend the spell slot. You, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell me what the spell is because I want it to be a surprise because I have no idea what it is. Mm. Um, but if yeah, what is your what is your trigger for that action? Um, well, I said five seconds, but I all right. Guess so your next turn, I will wait until Loris's head is turned and okay. has had a chance to get out of there before I do anything. Uh, how about we can do that or we can give you like at the end. So right before your next turn, you can do it or, or right before like Doru's turn, you can do it. You, you can choose if it's right after Loris, we can do that, but it may not give other people a chance to move out. I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll wait till everyone's had a chance to move okay. out of the way. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right. That's exciting. Um, Bill. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, I am also going to cast a spell. Okay. I'm going to cast Charm Person on Loris. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, can you do that? That's exciting. PvP. Uh, there's nothing in here that says that I can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go, I never wanted to have to use this on an ally, but I think it's for his own good. So it's a wisdom saving throw, yeah? I am going to allow it. And I just say, uh, Loris, we need to go, pal. Okay. Loris has rolled a four for a total of five. That is you... uh, not enough. Yeah. Um. So he's charmed, right? He's charmed by me. So when, Until... the, spell, when the spell ends, Loris is going to be well aware that he has been charmed by you. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what are you... What are you... What are you suggesting from Loris now? I'm saying we got to get out of here, pal. Yeah. Um, he looks over to you um, and the rage uh, subsides 
when he looks over to you, there's, he doesn't have that same sort of control over himself anymore. And he looks at you and he just lets go of, of, of Doru uh, and sort of takes that step back. Um, and, and he just, uh, I'm not going to do a Dave voice or a Loris voice because Dave doesn't do one. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> Loris just looks no, at you. No, do the Loris voice. Loris looks at you, Bill, <laughs> and just goes, mm, yes. Um, <laughs> That's spot on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you said you said we could see some light shining through the yeah, roof. Yeah, you can see you can see a bit of light from the um, the the room up above, the chapel above. Uh, you can see a bit of a flickering from the candles. Um, roughly, like spatially, roughly, do I know where we are in the church above? Um, yeah, you kind of feel that you are beneath um, the left hand side of uh, the chapel where you were talking with um, Father Donovich. Um, I'm just going to yell out, hopefully make my voice heard through the cracks, um, and to say, Padre, move, move to the right, to the right. Uh, and I'm going to run. <laughs> Not out of the room, just to the right. <laughs> um, you do uh, which I assume, yeah. yeah. You're right. Was it his right or yeah. your right? Oh, no. The other right. <laughs> which way was he facing? Uh, <laughs> east man, east. Doru has rolled uh, a crit twenty. Um, slashing. Uh, that's, a, that's a hit. Sl- yeah, yep. Slashing out at uh, Bill. Um, and like cutting right across his wrist, doing you for fourteen slashing damage. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're bleeding quite a bit from from where he scratched you. Um. Anything else from Bill? I think that's pretty much everything, huh? Uh, that is it. Um, okay. It's Loris's turn. He goes to grab... Um, we're going to do a couple of rolls here. He goes to grab uh, Doru. He's rolled a total of 10. And Doru is just going to do a dex saving throw to try and get out of the way. Um, and yeah, he manages to uh, step out of Loris's grasp, um, frustrated and really kind of going against his very urges. He um, he just runs towards Bill uh, and Morley, but Doru does get to swipe out with his claws, and you can just see that frustration in Loris that he he missed. Um, and Doru has missed uh, with a roll of a total of fourteen. Hmm. Um, and he's sitting there just looking at you now, Bill, and he's still got that kind of confusion on his face and frustration in his eyes uh, as we go back to Morley. Did that trigger Merican's uh, thingy? Um, or no. Mer- or was it Dave? I don't know. No. Merican, is everyone in a position where you feel you can do your... Um, I think so. I think this would be a good time to do it. Yeah, by all means. I'm, I'm going to yell out, all right, let's bring this thing down, and I'm going to clutch my staff tightly and start chanting in elvish and and put my hand out and as as she does so you can see the earth around doru start to glimmer and then start to shake and then start to buckle beneath them and she cursed earth tremor oh dang yeah and i'm hoping depending on how nice the dm is (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, if it will also target those weakened um pillars uh, so what, can you describe what 
earth tremor does. Have you got like a... Uh, okay, so I cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. On a failed save, they take bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone. And then the gr- the ground in that area is difficult terrain. Yeah, cool. I mean, like these pillars aren't... Uh, which, how, how much of a... Within range. Does it say what sort of range that thing so is? So the range is 10 foot. 10 foot. So it's like a, ah, so you pick a point and it's like a 10 foot circle or is, is that what we're going I for? I think, I thought so. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Does it um, say 10 only, foot no, radius? No, no, I'm like doubting everything as per usual. <laughs> um, what if I, I have to be within 10 feet? Because I could run forward and do that. With but each, uh, You cause it within range. No, it just says within range. Um, but I'm it's worried that too, this one's a little bit vague. Does it say ten foot radius on the spell or ten foot I cube? Think, I think it. you need to rush out and 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 you've basically got a ten foot range on this spell from what I'm getting yeah. from here. So you might need to oh, run. It's not forward as cool and, as I thought it would be, but I'll, I'll run forward. You can still because I just still, thought I was like, this I is still very is, good. Oops, mm-hmm. I'm drawing on the map. <laughs> I was um, like, this is a really good spell to use. And I want to nod at Morley just quickly before I do it, just to be even more cool. Um, because the, there's only one pillar that's really remaining in that area, and it's right next to Doru. And there's no way that the pillar is going to uh, be able to <laughs> dodge. <laughs> it's got zero dexterity. It's it's not going to do anything. So that fails instantly. Um, and we do need to do a dex saving throw on Doru. He only has to be 12, which is a bit... Yeah. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. He rolled a total of 11. (gasps) (laughs) Um, He doesn't see this coming and the ground just just shakes underneath his feet. Can you give me a D6, please? Uh, (laughs) Shannon? I read it. It's uh, the range itself and a 10 foot radius. So 10 feet yourself. You cast it from yourself. I think it's a 10 foot radius circle. All right, so basically you can just run forward, do this, and run back. That's fine. Oh, but then other people are in my radius, aren't you just, they? If you it's run, going you just, all around. Um, Everything's ruined. <laughs> run a bit closer. Sorry. Just run close, that's all. It's not concentration. No. No, it's just it's a one-off. Instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you basically just, yeah, you'd have to run up and get that sure. done. I think Loris, uh, if you're there... I think only Loris is really going to have to do a save. Yeah. If you were one if you were in this position there. So okay. Loris Loris and Doru and Doru has failed. Um and let's see what Loris has done. Loris has passed 19 plus 2. Ooh. Loris is fine. He's sturdy on the ground. Everything's coming up American. Did you give me a d6? <laughs> you gave me a d6 and you rolled a 5. That's perfect. So um Doru gets really shaken and dropped down to his knees. Um he does only manage to take a little bit of that damage, but the pole next to him um, takes a lot more than that. Uh, it takes that full five, and it's enough to send um, shakes, and it's taking so much of the weight from upstairs um, that it just splinters out and, and just is destroyed. Uh, what happens next is that the entire, well, that section of the chapel up above, which had these old destroyed pews and stuff, just collapses down on top of Doru. There's just, uh, and that stuff, that has all fallen from like 15 foot height. Just these these uh, oh. broken beams of wood just crash down on top of them. This pew sort of like slides down and just lands directly on top 
of where he was. And there's just this big eruption of smoke and debris. And he is completely and utterly covered um, with broken floorboards, pews, and just bits of wood and clay. Wow. Amazing teamwork, everyone. <laughs> is he dead, though? <laughs> Is he dead? I'm gonna be. I am gonna be backing off as soon <laughs> as I've done that stick. move and use the <laughs> run, running back. I mean, I've I've turned off the turn order. There's only one real way to find out if he's dead, and that's to uncover him. If that's what you wanted to do, uncover him. Is he him, making Morris. any noise? Um, no, he's not making any noise. Like how how much stuff are we talking? Are we talking like an insane amount for anybody to lift or crawl I mean, out of, or 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 is it like loose a bunch of loose stuff? There's like a lot of loose stuff as well as like uh, entire pews, cheers, um, cheers, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's candlesticks. Um, I don't know. I don't know what sort of the fall yeah, exactly. There's like some there's like candlesticks and stuff. Yeah, yeah that and bunch the of all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The, priest, the priest is okay, um, <laughs> but you can see up through the, the hole that's drop. been created. Falling to the But after everything's fallen, he's just like. Fuck you. The pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can see up. um, Come get a taste, son. (laughs) (laughs) Had it with you. Get to your room. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> he actually is. Very oh, good. Very good. I like to think Morley actually said that. American would have loved it. <laughs> um, so you can see up into that chapel above, uh, and the majority of that left uh, side of that chapel is just gone. You're just looking up at the walls of the chapel at the moment, um, and yeah, like, there's no noise coming from it. There's there's a lot of debris covering where Doru stood. It'd take you it'd take you a while to uncover it if you wanted to spend some time uncovering it. I'm just like, well we know he's got a good set of lungs, so if he's not making any noise, he's probably, you know, we're probably mm. taking care of the issue. He could be playing dead. Playing undead. He's not that smart, is he? No. No, no, he's dead. Okay, let's go. Let's see we get out of here. <laughs> let's leave. <laughs> I know, I don't trust Imagine him. Imagine like the DM being like, you come back to the church later and he's killed the priest and it's your fault <laughs> for not sifting through the Is debris there... for an hour. I do want to confirm that he's dead though. Yeah. Well, you wanted to have a look, didn't you? Yeah, and I think we should just make sure that this isn't sort of creature that can just come back to life or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. these pillars um, destroyed? Does... Sorry. What was what was that? Sorry. Uh, were those other pillars destroyed to, uh, uh, to the east of him? They were um, within the 10 foot of the... So the basically the weight of that collapse has brought down the last two remaining pillars at the far side of this room, mm-hmm. near where Dory was originally huddled, um, and the three that had been previously destroyed by Ismark, Loris, and Morley, uh, and the one right next to where Dory was. So that okay. entire half of the room has just uh, collapsed. You can look up and there's like that stone altar that was in the middle of the room upstairs is just kind of like teetering. Oh, earthquake prone building yellow sticker <laughs> orange get your orange sticker out there <laughs> <laughs> sorry bill i cut you off there uh does anybody know about these things i think i read about one in a book once but it turned into mist and flew away which i, I assumed was some kind of romantic ending <laughs> the book yeah the book did that was exactly my what my phrasing meant I was just speaking very literally. 
I have heard about them a bit, but I don't, I don't really know that much about them. I've heard rumours, Bill, in every port I've been to. Hmm. Anything uh, useful in these rumours? Like, is it, do we think this has killed it? I, I didn't hear any specific rumours about being buried under a pile of church pews, but I know they can be defeated. And I well, don't know I, much uh, about killing them. Sorry, Mary. I'd, I'd heard rumours of these creatures. I've heard that a, a wooden stake to the heart will kill them, but what Loras did didn't seem to do much. Mm. Uh, also, how's Loras looking? Is he still charmed? He's yeah, charmed but, for a minute. Are you removing that, or does it just eventually wear off? Uh, it just is wears it? off. All right, so it's not a concentration spell? No. Okay, okay. I've heard that sunlight can um, mess with them. I don't know if it kills them, but it messes with them, and they can change shape. But oh, I don't know if this good. is a proper vampire or if this is some sort of sub-vampire, sub-fire. I, I see we I see we light the pile of rubble on fire. Hmm. Mm, the, the I like that idea. Pews will provide good kindling. Won't the whole church light up? I'll keep an eye on it. <laughs> You'll I can keep it up. Flame, it's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Ismark sort of hears you sort of talking about burning the whole church down. He says, if we could control uh, what we're burning down here, that'd be much appreciated. My father is still upstairs in a, a wooden box. I do want to just remind everyone. Well, it's a free cremation, Ismark. Yeah. You know, I'd like to think we're doing our bit. You could be onto something. We don't really have a <laughs> crematorium here. so <laughs> It's a one-use, single-use crematorium. He's so open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, what, I, what I'm saying is there's a lot of dirt around down here. I don't think we'll burn too much as long as we keep the flames from creeping up towards the uh, the upper floor. How will we keep them from doing that? I can do it. I can control oh. flames. I have something yeah, to she said. over them, remember? Okay. Nature powers, nature whatnot. No, nature whatnot. forget my nature whatnot. <laughs> American, you're a gem. Has anyone got a match? <laughs> yeah, I've got, a, I've got a tender box. Oh, yep. I'm keen to kind of like strike a... A kind of a, a primitive match, and just chuck it on the on that big pile of rubble, and then say, "Do your thing, American." Fantastic! That's beautiful. Right? Yes, I will. That and happens. Would anyone like to say? <laughs> Excuse doesn't, me. Doesn't Sorry. Baron permanently have like candles and or like something <laughs> to light his cigarettes with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to make a light a match joke with um because Ismark <laughs> Ismark <laughs> doing shit all the time. Uh, I would like to step um, and say I know this is this is horrible and but we must respect what this 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 thing once was and I think someone should say a few words. Mm-hmm. Loris <laughs> uh, looks to you and just goes, mm, "Loris, have nothing to say. Kill, <laughs> kill beasts, <laughs> caveman." <laughs> um, how much how much time has passed? I'd say a minute's passed by now. Um, so let's, we'll say that um, Loris looks over towards Bill as that shine sort of disappears from his eyes. I would like to be holding his arm at the time, like thinking about, I'm like counting in beats in my <laughs> head, like 32, 34. And then um, well, 33 comes after 32. So I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not is that true? You in don't want to be Barovia? premature. You don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not Barovian numbers, is where, it? Where Bill comes yeah. from? That's actually not. Oh, right. Barovanachi sequence. <laughs> yeah. 
I just had this way, weird way of counting where I just don't say the, the in-between seconds. Uh, I just, right. It's just how yeah. I count. Uh, I just keep time in my head like a bard. Um, uh, and just as he's kind of coming out of that, uh, I'm going to be casting Cure Wounds on him. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. Um, uh, and I'm just going to say, uh, I'm sorry, big guy. I didn't want to have to do that, but, well, I didn't want you to be under that rubble over there. And I didn't see another way. I mean, I obviously couldn't have moved you myself, and I'm um, healing him. I think he just smacks uh, your hand um, off his arm, uh, and he sort of just lets out of this this angered grunt, um, looks back towards the, the pile of debris, um, and he just sort of he looks towards Bill with a really confused look on his face. Um, and he says, I thought, me thought, me thought, no, I thought, I thought, I thought the steak would work. Um, and, and he just uh, sort of walks past, away from you and past his mark towards the stairs. Bill, perhaps you'd like to say a quick eulogy for the departed. Um, Father, I'm just going to call out, Father Donovich, you all right? Um, you can just hear like, now that you're listening out for him, you're hearing just heartbroken sobs coming from, from upstairs. He, he knows that if you're calling out after that uh, major damage to the church, then he knows what's happened to his son, uh, and he's, he's heartbroken. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say a few words, Father. If, you, if they comfort you, feel free to come down and... Uh, I think I think and stand with us. I think Donovich would probably. <laughs> I think Donovich would probably give him his own little uh, service at at a time when strangers that just destroyed him aren't, aren't around. <laughs> when it's moves, <laughs> okay. He repels yeah. down um, by rope. <laughs> On my way. <laughs> service. <laughs> he sits cross-legged on the floor and he's like, "Go on." <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Baron, have you got a have you got a cigarette? Uh, um, yeah. I, okay, yeah. I guess so I'll, I'll reach in. I don't have that many. <laughs> it's hard to find a shop in Barovia. I was going to ask that little girl. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Lawrence, Lawrence Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just going to give you a cigarette. I'm going to take this. Um. Light it on my way, walking over towards the the pile of rubble, which I assume means like about here. Yeah, yeah. It, there's probably a, a line close to the middle of the room, uh, and all the way towards the western side of this room, which is just covered in rubble. This rubble's burning now, right? Yeah, yes, like yeah, Molly's already yeah, yeah. like used his tinderbox to light that aflame. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm just I'll, used, I'll stay... I've just got my hands in the air, waving them around to keep it contained. Mm. I'll stay um, some ways back to so I don't get burnt. Cool. Um, and I'm just gonna kind of squat down, like standing there with my cigarette, or squatting there with my cigarette. Take one big drag and breathe it out. Flick my cape back over my shoulder and just say, um, "I wish we'd met on better terms." Take another drag. <laughs> the pain your father's feeling—it's clear that you were incredibly, incredibly loved. This uh, this world is unknown to us, but known to you. Um, we hope that we can make it better somehow. 
where we come from, um, this this curse of the the vampire, it's it's not a not a common problem. We hope to end Strad and his kind for cool. you and for everyone. And the uh, there's a, there's a lot of smoke coming up off this um, the pyre um, as the wood and anything beneath it burns. Uh, and it's a, a good ten to fifteen minutes pass of you just standing in silence. Um, as the pyre burns down uh, to nothing but ashes. It's a proper He's vampire. He's just going to pull one out <laughs> from his kombucha. Just pour <laughs> a little on the ground and take a swig, which is kind of, that's it. He's he's out now. Cool. Um, are you guys all heading back upstairs? I'm waiting around to, once this is smoldered down, I'm going to check that it is yeah. just a skeleton. Okay. So if a few more minutes pass. Um, and yeah, like I said, this, it's all just ashes now. It's, it's hot embers, uh, but definitely low enough for you to be able to walk over and start prodding around if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to poke around with a stick. Give me an investigation okay. roll. Okay, that's uh, a 16 plus 7. Perfect. Yeah, great. Um, you scour the, in all of the ashes where Doro was, uh, even where he wasn't, and you find no remains. You don't find any bones. You don't find any body. Um, there's there's nothing left uh, of Doru anywhere in this this. Not even any weird coloured ashes or anything. No, not even you're like you're looking for any any trace whatsoever. There's there's zero trace. Maybe he never existed. It was all a dream. Yeah, it's all in our minds. <laughs> that end. <laughs> uh, that is disconcerting to me. I'm going to head up to the top level again. By the time you guys head up, you notice that Loris had already taken the stairs up. Um, and as you enter into the hallway from that room, uh, you see Loris just sort of standing out on the, the steps out the front. Um, uh, Ismark heads towards the chapel uh, to, to Father Donovich. Um, and you can just see the entire left hand of this side of this chapel has just collapsed. It's just gone. And there's still just a little bit of smoke coming up from... Um, coming up from the bo- the bottom there. And at the far end of this chapel now, um, Donovich is on his knees um, uh, f- facing away from you, and he seems to be uh, covering or at least over something. Um, and Ismark slows his walk a little bit uh, and looks back at Morley and kind of shrugs. Uh, What's he doing? Leave the man with his pain, is Mark. Um, but what, what? What does he? What do you think he's got there in front of him? What, what is? It looks like a, a a body. Oh, really? Can um, really? can you see? Anyone can see clearly what he's got. Um, I think with the the altar is kind of blocking a lot of that uh, of your view, but you can see that he's hunched down in front of just what looks to be a, a humanoid shape. Well, that's concerning. Hey, what you got there, Father? <laughs> um, and he Bogart that whatever that shape is. <laughs> um, he he sort of he looks around. And he says, oh, "Come, come, come, have a look. Come, come." Okay. Does he seem suspicious? You can give me an insight. That? You can give me an insight roll if you like. Ooh, okay. Insight. <clears throat> That's uh, just a d twenty. Uh, Ten. Uh, no modifier on that? No. Um, I think you can see a little bit of confusion in his eyes. Okay. 
Uh, what, what you got there, father? As I kind of step forward cautiously. Yeah, you step forward, um, and you just see he's placed, um, a cloak or a robe that he was wearing, one of the robes he was wearing over, uh, what looks to be a body. You can see these blackened, charred, um, feet sticking out from, um, the bottom edge of this, this cape or robe. Um, all right. Blackened, charred feet. It was, uh, it was amazing with, uh, from the smoke, from the fire, I saw my son rise up in a smoky form and he, he couldn't go anywhere and he returned to me in front of me and and now now he's like this and he just lifts his cape up and it's just this burned charred body of his son uh in front of him uh, and he just places that cape down um doru is is dead does he seem um Upset or more like relieved that his son's body has sort of returned to him in a way. Um, he's he's quite. I wouldn't. I'm not going to say happy. He's 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 relieved. He's um he feels that um his his son's soul has been let to rest basically. Um, but uh, that's what he's hoping anyway. Um, this uh this will this will allow me to get the closure and and bury my have an official service for my for my son i want to speak up and say softly um i'm i'm sorry it had to be like this but i'm i'm glad we we could help you put your son to rest and you to rest um and he places the he, he sort of tucks the the cape around just to give more shape to the burnt body underneath it and he um gets to his feet and turns around and he's just Cheeks are just sodden with tears, and he's just he's just wiping them off, um, and uh, talks to Ismark. We must uh, prepare for your father's uh, burial. Uh, if you can help me uh, prepare, uh, we should be ready to have the service at six. Um, at least take the day off. <laughs> <It's> a hard <laughs> worker. Eh? Uh, why don't we make a? Uh, uh, why don't we make another spot for your son as well, uh, Father? And we can get this done at the same time. And Donovich nods. <laughs> they are brutal and efficient in They're Barubia. not going to put them on top of each other. <laughs> no, they're, they're no get their I know grave. that, but like two for one. This looks trying to be Top and tail. <laughs> yeah, they're practical in Barovia, okay? You're right, you're right. He should just leave this charred body in the church for a week. I'm, sure. I'm sorry, but no, I'm a little bit no, confused. Like, he's not taking a day off. They're just like, they're machines here. Like, life is I mean, I'm not going to let my dead son <laughs> lie charred on the floor for a day. I'm going to get that time. Oh, oh. Imagine just keeping your dead son in where you, where you work. <laughs> yeah, bring your son to work day. <laughs> no, oh, every day, ha- every day has been bring your son to work day for the yeah. last year. He's just been underneath uh, the yeah. floorboards. <laughs> yeah, Home for this guy, like if- a funeral's a day off. It's like all his Christmases have come at once. Yeah. He's like, finally, no I think more this, living yeah. son to worry about. Texas today. barbecue. I think anyway, this guy hasn't had a rest from his praying for his son for a long time. At least if he can get his son. 
buried that maybe tomorrow he can take the day off. <laughs> he will. I'm sure he will. Yeah. You know what? I hope he deserves it. He deserves it. He does. It. <laughs> I, I think he does. All I can see gonna... it in his eyes that he's going to take the day off tomorrow. I hope we see him walking in the markets tomorrow. Just... <laughs> Yeah, like buying the some weight off Yeah, a big smile on his face. Do it. No, I think he'll just buy some food treats. I'm going to insight check that to see if he's going to buy some food treats because I feel like he deserves it. Okay. What are we? What are you trying to insight? If he's going to take a day off. Food, if he's going to have a day off and buy himself some food treats because I'm worried that he's going to keep working. I've rolled a 10. <laughs> Yeah, a little. Well, some, three plus seven. He's going to oh, go ten, out. Seven plus three. Yeah, he's going to go out and uh, get himself a kebab, I think. Okay, I'm relieved. Oh, I can see that kebab. in his eyes. <laughs> Morley. Uh, Morley's going to, because Morley feels bad about like collapsing that roof and causing more damage to this church, but Morley's just going to suggest to Ismark that, oh, sorry that we had to cause so much damage in the pursuit of our goal here, but you know, perhaps you can get a bit of a Barovian working bee going or something like that and just repair the, the church. It probably needs a bit of a, a spruce up anyway. <laughs> and, then, and then Morley's going to start walking towards the door. I mean, yeah, you're, you're looking, the state of this church was not good anyway, but this has made it notably worse. Um, I like yeah. how Moy's like, you, you're probably going to want to fix it up and then just spins on his heel and like, bye. We need to get a working bee together. Spilling yeah. like red wine on someone's cup and go, might want to clean that. Bye. <laughs> a bit of club soda on that. That'll buff right out. <laughs> <laughs> we did hopefully provide him uh, with some measure of peace. Yeah, yeah. Um, turns and you can't the, put a price oh, on that. Sorry, Baron, you've been wanting to do something for a wee while here? Uh, I just, I'm a little bit confused. I want to walk over to him and I just want to ask him, so he was crushed under the falling floor and burnt. Are you saying that he appeared floating in the smoke? Well, the, Vampires, they can take off on uh, mistfall. Oh. Uh, when, when damaged enough, we've learned that the vampires uh, try, they take to mistform to try and find their, uh, their place of rest. But my son, he had no place to rest. Uh, so, it's, okay. So he lay down and rested in front of me. So you really and, do think, because do you have any experience with other vampires? Uh, just was what I've been told from the many dead that have come my way. Mm-hmm. Do you know if they are, have, are affected by sunlight? There's, yeah, there's, there's definitely stories of them. Uh, that's why I kept my son uh, locked away in the darkness. The last thing I wanted was for him to uh, degrade, uh, be damaged. Yeah. I think... I think it might be a good idea if we just take him outside into the sunlight <laughs> just so that this thing is completely gone and your son is returned and the vampirism is completely eradicated. We just want to be sure that he cannot return from the grave. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm on board, but we can... You're being so overly cautious. I... He did. He fucking he appeared did. floating. He did. Is there, is there, is there sunlight streaming into this church? Okay, so the sunlight in Barovia yeah. is not even remotely classified as what sunlight is in any other town. Of what see. you have seen in Phandalin, the cloud cover means that the sunlight coming through is 
it's enough to like for you to be able to see stuff, but it's it's like an incredibly overcast day all the time here in Barovia. There's but not enough the direct sunlight. Like? <laughs> <laughs> some tanning I quit. I quit. Um, I'm no, so gonna, I'm, I might just even try and direct dear brian away he's okay. pestering yeah. the poor Don, man Don, about his just son and it's just like Bleep, i'm Donovich. just concerned that he is ready to put this to bed before actually making sure that's all please he has been let, alive for over a year downstairs. please just let me bury, bury my son okay on consecrated ground it's fine let's do that <laughs> um, Ismark turns <laughs> to the group and says, I'll uh, help the father bury, uh, bury, sorry, dig some graves, prepare some graves, and uh, we should be ready to go in a few hours. If you can bring my sister, uh, I think she'd want to be here for our father's service. Mm-hmm. Uh, American? I do have an insanely specific spell that could be very <laughs> useful in digging graves. <laughs> It'd be done in a jiffy, I it's tell you. digger spell. You're you're welcome to. You're, I'm not going to say no to that if you're going to spend the the next little while um, with <laughs> sure. with with Ismark and the, the least the I can do for ruining your place of worship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Ismark says that would be that would be amazing, but I still need someone to go and get my sister if uh, we can get that sorted. I'm I'm heading back there. Uh, yeah, I think the rest of us can go uh, go and grab her. Okay, cool. Not literally, though, right? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, all right. So we're going to split the group here. I think Ismark and and Mirican head out towards the uh, the cemetery in the back. Um, let's put you all back onto the uh, map for Barovia. Can I just say I only want to sp- split the group if it's not like a big plot thing that I should be going with them. You guys are making the story. I've decided I'm not saying oh, no to things. You warned us about splitting the group last time. Yeah, and you're then like, I felt oh, bad because I'm always and like, if you're no. like, I don't know, I was just trying to be helpful to to people, but if it's going to ruin the story, just whatever, you know. Well, we go get her and we come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the plan last time. <laughs> how long? How long is your you tell us? You tell us if we need to do anything. Um, yeah, American. How long does your spell take? It won't take very long, right? It's like six seconds to cast a spell. <laughs> yeah, I can do a five foot cube at a time. Yeah, a five. So that's foot not quite cube. six foot, but it's mm. almost a five foot cube. So you got to like do two of those for each go, grave, shoop, basically. Shoop, graves are dug, and then I just wait. Carry five off. foot cube. It's going to be a super wide grave. It's like Minecraft. Like it. Maybe I can yeah. control it. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, you can choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see and fits within a five foot cube. Oh, yeah, so cool. theoretically I can do a, a thin one and just go a splooch and then make one grave and then a splooch and then make the other grave. <laughs> yeah, easy they're going right. to dig them five foot deep. It. So so this is it's like 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even got out the gate and she's like, hold on. Done. <laughs> yeah. See, the I had built this idea around you guys can go off and do some stuff just to kill some time, but yeah. no, we can we can yeah. do this now. We can totally do this now. Um, I'm done. I've done the <laughs> so we, we do we do need to get um his sister though. Okay, so those are those are spells, right? So to do two six foot deep and six foot long, other oh, can traps. So you can just like yeah, pop yeah. out four Freebies. of them. Boing, boing, boing. All right. Okay, cool. Like, so you, let's, let's, let's do that. So um, Ismark's like, you've got spells for this. Yes, okay, let's, let's uh, if it's going to make things a little bit. Oh, you're done. 
Oh, you're done. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, we're done there, already. There? Okay, we're done. That was that was amazing. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't stop the fact that most of these uh, sermons are done at six. So uh, let's let's. I'll let Father know. You guys go inform uh, Irina and and mm-hmm. we'll meet back here at six for the sermon. A bit early sermon. Uh, can I just ask what time is sunset roughly at the moment? Uh, he. <laughs> Um, Ismark sort of looks up at the clouds. He says, it's quite hard to tell, but it's about uh, the reason we have these services at six is, t- is because the the uh, the prayers uh, go out to Mother Night. Um, so it's around that six o'clock. Right. I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be set in the graveyard at, at night time. With a dead vampire. <laughs> I mean, we can we can stop playing the campaign if you want. So. <laughs> We're too scared. With the bait, the bait that want... is luring the vampire. I thought I I thought we could avoid all the vampires, and I'm actually too scared to keep playing. <laughs> right, now right. that we've actually seen one, yeah, yeah, and killed one. No, yeah, yeah but was, is he no, really dead? No. <laughs> That's too mean. No, no, Baron no. runs and starts staking the ashes with a While I, I Pours the, holy water on it. Was definitely Doru thinking of it. Is dead. Uh-huh. Doru is dead. Yeah, gotcha. Long live Doru. Long live yeah. Doru. Well, but, yeah, quite the opposite. Shmore. I would have thought. Doru too. <laughs> um, uh, okay, with, with, the, with the digs, uh, with the, the graves dug, um, Ismark sort of says, well, we've got time to kill her. Um, we can we can head back to the tavern for a drink. I need to uh, go and relieve myself for a bit. Um, <laughs> but if you need to, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> you were gonna you were gonna dig those graves. Yeah, it's probably gonna lay a table the at the bottom of the. Do you only shit at the table. He, he does like to combine tasks. He's like, it's just efficient. Oh. It's just efficient. They are so efficient here in Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what we think of German culture. It's Barovian culture. Just like everything is like bang, bang. Okay. So we've we've got an option here. If you want, you guys can um, spend the next few hours, sort of like looking around town. If that's what you want to do. If there's anything that you feel that you haven't checked up on or would like to check up on in town, or we can just sort of fast forward to to six o'clock. Fast forward. Do we have a thumbs uh, up for fast forward or thumbs down if you'd like to do okay. something else? I'd like okay, sweet. Fast forward in, in the tavern and just thinking about the the horrible things we just oh. witnessed. Oh, oh wait. wait, we've got like uh, the post um, post battle AMA to do, isn't that right? Well, I was joking because Loris had made such a massive deal on the Discord uh, of asking right, right. me loads of questions. So I was saying, "Damn, you're not going to be here tonight's the night." I was going <laughs> to yeah. do an, a- an AMA but, uh, about re being a pirate or not being a pirate. <laughs> yeah, but my pirate. reveal all. Um, I do actually want to sort of talk to my comrades a little bit in this downtime about how worried I am about Loris when he's out of earshot that he, he doesn't seem to see the difference between good and evil when he gets into that state. I'm very concerned about him. Mm. And just being sensible. He was drinking uh, vampire blood. Um, I'm, just gonna keep an eye on him so that he does. If he starts to get pale and cold, <laughs> looks like he's. Does if he gets his collar pops up or anything, 
<laughs> so I mean, let's say you guys are all in the tavern having this conversation, right? And and Loris is still a bit um, pissed off. He's gone to relieve himself. <laughs> no, that's where Ismark is. Um, um, feels Loris feels much better. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, Ismark, I don't need to know. Loris is sitting at another table, um, but he's not. It, like, Ismark's purchased food and drinks for everyone, and, and Loris is not hungry. He's he's got a bit of an upset stomach, um, and he's not feeling very happy anyway. Uh, he's not feeling but, charmed anymore. No, so yeah, yeah, he's he's a little pissed off. Um, but you guys are at your table uh, having this conversation. Um, You're right, though. We do need to keep a close eye on him. I'm concerned about his his judgment. Hmm. Seems like a big baby to me. Sorokin over there at that table. <laughs> What's he playing at? Cool. Um, all right, so <laughs> the... Good chat. Good chat. Cool. Great chat. All right. And I just cut that straight out of the podcast. Out it goes. <laughs> Left on the Goodbye. category floor. The, DM, the DM's all offended because he's playing Loris. He's like... Uh, how dare you? You didn't say that about my character. He was—he wasn't sulking. He was nobly. He's hundred percent sulking. <laughs> he He's looked really happy. cool, by the way, and you didn't even notice. His brow was furrowed handsomely. Still got like blood dried on his like chin area. It's, oh yeah. no! Um, but yeah, so the we'll say that like the camera fades. <laughs> and it comes back. Uh, um, Mark's just doing up his fly when it comes back. Oh, that's... Cut to the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a big That is grave. better. <laughs> yeah. um, we, find, we find the whole crew uh, with Ismark um, and Irina uh, standing within this, uh, this graveyard. Do we have a really cool, awesome um, <sighs> description? For that, I don't think I do. Thank God. I thought we we're going to show up at Irina's and she's not there. That's what I genuinely thought was going to happen. Oh, that would have been. I should have done that, eh? Dun, dun, dun. Been... <laughs> no. And made... we we're going to be like, God damn it, we were supposed to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been such an asshole if that's oh. like how that went down. Like, go, guys, go, go, oh, no, go. Ah, she's fine. dead. Why don't you stay? I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, out of out of DM character, you need to all go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the offensive wrought iron with a rusty gate encloses this rectangular. It doesn't look rectangular. Why have they written rectangular? It's not rectangular. <laughs> what shape is it? It's like a trapezoid, like a curve. Uh, like, this trapezoidal. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's like a clamshell. Yeah, it's like a clamshell. Okay. Offensive like a Motorola razor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Offensive raw iron with a rusty gate encloses a clamshell shaped plot of land behind the dilapidated church, which mm. now has a hole into the ground. Tightly packed gravestones shrouded by fog bear the names of souls long past, and all seems quiet. You see um, Father Donovich standing next to. Uh, one grave, you know, the other grave is sort of bear, uh, is near the back of the um church. We're here to bury uh Ismark's father. Um, it's it's just turned six, um, and he has asked for just uh some help, uh, getting the coffin into the into the grave. Uh, and Loris obviously puts his Loris. hand up, yep, yeah. Um, I uh, I can help, okay, cool. Uh, uh, one more. If that'd be, that'd be, that'd be okay. I all right. I'll, I'll help. 
Sorry for the inconvenience. They're all peso aggressive. Oh, no. And you get roped into going to someone you don't even know, and you're like, oh. Okay. Um, no, 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 not uh, Excuse not. me, we're short one, one pallbearer. Do you, do you mind? <laughs> um, there, there don't mind me. There have been really. There's no one else. <laughs> I'll I'll bury everyone. That's fine. <laughs> At least he hasn't started talking about his knees yet. So that's mm. all right. What about that grave digger over there? Do you want him to him to help out? I wish I just had like a random face that I could pop up. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah. So the the other thing is that you've noticed is just candles. There's been a, a huge amount of candles around this. Um, grave that's been opened this open grave uh and the four of you with ismark um and morley at the front uh bill and loris at the back carry the coffin over to uh this grave and slowly lower it down and um all the while father donovich is offering prayers uh to mother knight uh in exchange for kolyan and derovich's deliverance from barovia it's uh it's a rather solemn affair um Obviously, and both Irina and and Ismark uh, detail the strengths of Kolyan and and how pained Kolyan was that he couldn't uh, keep Barovia um, safe. How that how that weighed on him daily. Um, and Ismark sort of tells the story of how upset Kolyan was at the fact that he couldn't even keep his own daughter um, safe uh, from Strad, and it was. Uh, it was the stress of keeping her, his daughter safe that, and those ongoing attacks that that proved too much uh, for Kolyan and uh, ended his life. Um, and there are there are tears from both Ismark and and Irina. Um, and there's there's a moment of silence, and one by one, um, Irina and Ismark uh, extinguish each of the candles side by side that surround this grave. And when that last candle is extinguished, uh, they start shoveling the dirt uh, each, take one side, shoveling the dirt back onto the grave. Um, and you all sort of take a, a step back and um, Father Donovich uh, comes over to your group and you're watching both Irina and Ismark fill this grave in. And he says, oh, thank you so much uh, for, for everything you've done for both uh, Ismark and and myself, um, and I hear you're uh, you're moving Irina away from Barovia. Um, I'll yeah, say, I'll we say, uh, sorry, carry on. We mean to. Um, we uh, I believe we we're, we're heading north. Uh, anywhere, anywhere specific? Uh, was it? Um, look, we we kind of knew here. So, um, as as Mark is um is really uh, he's the boss here. So. He tells us what to do, and uh, we do it. Cool. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to find some information because there he is going to suggest something, and damn it, it was right here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of the town. It was like Valak or something. Wasn't uh, it? Yeah, Valaki. 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 Feeling Valaki. Oh, oh, Valaki. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good. That's good. That's a good place. Um, they're supposedly quite. Quite guarded in uh, Velaki. Um, 
But might I suggest, um, might I suggest that you take her to uh, the Abbey of uh, St. Markovia? It's up in Kretsk, which is quite close to Velaki, but I think being an abbey, uh, she might find herself uh, guarded even better against Strahd. Mm. What's I the know. abbey called? Uh, it was the St. Markovia in a, in a town called Kresk. Oh. Uh, what sort of fortifications does the does the abbey have that might hold out this mm. uh, this living devil? Um, I, I that's something I might have to actually look into uh, at some point. I don't think this is. I think Donovich has just heard that it's an incredibly religious place. It's a it's a highly religious place um, that they've never they've never had an attack from Strad to his knowledge. Probably just full to the brim right. of holy water and some such, isn't it? I've heard if if this is true, I've heard they don't like that stuff. Oh, they definitely don't like uh, running water. That's for sure. Any sort of mm. flowing or running running water. Oh, that's me. I loves it. Then you um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the anti-vampire. After after this service, Father, um, can you just give us like maybe a bit of a cheat sheet on? <laughs> All of the stuff that you know about that hurts vampires that would that might be super helpful. I think I've told you everything I I know, uh, and um, uh, I I could probably I don't know maybe I can find something for you some more information. But I, I need to bury my son. Uh, do they have feathers? Of, of course. Do they what? Do no. they have feathers? Do, no. Do, Baronite what? probably shouldn't have even. What do you mean? Do they have feathers? <laughs> I've got a good authority that they have feathers. They can turn into father. bats, but not uh, no feathers. They can turn into bats. Father, father, is there anything we can do to help you lay your son to rest for the final time? Um, yeah. If 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 you could help me lower my son uh, into his. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell! Another one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What yes, that? I'd be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Padre, we'd uh, we feel honour bound to do at least that. Yeah, there's, I um, can help with shoveling the dirt. Yeah, Americans very that efficient. That could be very helpful. He's um, his Donovich's son Doru doesn't have the same luxury that uh, Kolyan had. There's no um, there's no coffin this time. It's just the burnt body that needs to be placed down into the into the grave and a newspaper and they, <laughs> rolled up in a newspaper have you, have you got some gloves or something father or a big what? pair of tongs why is there no coffin well when oh. did they make a coffin just get Mine the fucking fine. Irina to knock one out <laughs> Bill you, you were no bragging coffin. about your carpentry there's skills there's no coffin just put them on one of the pews oh no we don't the morning. there's no coffin it's there's fine. no coffin there's there's no wait, does, does, hold on. Does American have mold coffin <laughs> as a cantrip? I could make a fake coffin out of dirt inside the grave by using mold grave. Uh, mold grave. <laughs> mold grave. <laughs> well, it is mold grave if I, yeah, so if I do it in a grave. I'll mold the earth into the shape of a coffin. We'll put them inside. I'll mold a fake lid on top out of dirt. <laughs> dirt grave. You can't, you can't grow like a tree I coffin around... I'm just surprised that this place has no spare coffins. Any more spell slots on Doru. Mm. He didn't know I don't they were know needing the a coffin. The it's coffin fine. maker hadn't it's been informed. Seems like people die around here all the time. Two. 
<laughs> that could be the only it. two they've had all year. Everyone how, else is how, in a basement, <laughs> alive. How how long were we at the pub, and how long did it take Irina and uh, Ismark to make their father's coffee? Oh, no, let's not get into <laughs> this. <laughs> we just, we're just like pissing it up in the pub. Like they won't need a coffin. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not concerned. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I feel it's bad. Totally fine. <laughs> Oh. oh, look, Loris just made a coffin. Don't worry. It's all sorted. Oh, <laughs> Father, <laughs> Father, Father Danovich is like, it's fine. He doesn't need, he doesn't need a coffin. No, 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 it's fine. I don't need a coffin or anything. Just passive aggressive. Planning ahead. <laughs> um, um, okay. One. How, so how far away is it to Falaki and how far away is it to this uh, the Abbey? Uh, they wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't be much difference, uh, to be honest. You'd probably travel another half day uh, from Velaki to get to Kresk. And oh, Velaki, so Kresk is beyond Velaki. Yeah, it's all. It's all. In, it depends on what paths you take. Uh, I'm sure Ismark would be able to point them out for you. Yeah, um, but it'd be a, a couple of days travel to either. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe three or four days. <laughs> by foot or? Yeah, by by foot. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, really appreciate the uh, the thought there, their father. Um, we'll take it on, we'll take it under advisement, and um, like I said, uh, run it up the chain to the boss. <laughs> Ismark. socialize the document. Uh, yeah. Um, see if he can see if he see what he thinks. Yeah, um, Don sort of says oh, they do. They have a church in, in Velaki, but if you're going to take her to a religious place. If you want to keep her safe from Strad, I would definitely be choosing Kretsk. So are you saying that Strad cannot enter religious places? Strad cannot enter anywhere without an invitation. Uh, but So it doesn't have to be a religious place. You could just be in any place and not invite a man. Yes, but within the walls of a church, there is no one foolish enough to invite a vampire or Strad within. Isn't there? Except for me, of course, when I'm yeah. with my son. <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> Except for me, of course. I'm just thinking. It's not the safest place. Without an invitation, someone invited him into the Kolyan house. But we couldn't ascertain if she was bitten outside the house. That's what yeah. I couldn't find out. Mm. She may have been bitten, and she, and she had no straight answers about. She, yeah, she remember. doesn't remember. She doesn't remember where she was when she was bitten or how the event even took place. Here's a question. If we had a, a let's say, a cart or something like that, mm-hmm. it's a traveling room, would they have to be invited inside <laughs> that room? You'd have to – are you asking Donovich? Yes. <laughs> you'd have to try – you'd have to try it for yourself. I don't, it's not, we don't really experiment with that kind of stuff. It's life or death. Yeah. Is so no one's ever been attacked? Or? No, no, he's sorry. sort of, he's like pointing out every time oh, he goes to turn word. around, you guys are asking him another question. I thought, like, sorry, I thought he was buried. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? How did so he we... ruin this funeral so badly? <laughs> I thought way. he was buried. <laughs> it's like this... He's like, goes to like put the dirt on his son. It's like, how many days do we like it? How many? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so how if many... I built a cabin... <laughs> He's the one that was like <laughs> suggesting to go car. somewhere else. Would I have to have a bed and kitchen equipment in there for it to classify as a residence? Is it a residence that's the issue? Yeah, exactly. Can you travel around in a, just a box? 
You, what you want to is, can if, you make a camper van? And then, <laughs> yes. Can, can a vampire get Jackie into Rinder. a camper van? Yeah, do they have to be invited into a camper van? What about an a RV? tent? What about like a tent? Exactly. A tent on wheels. <laughs> um, if, you, even like a, a tiny home technically has to be movable. So mm. if a camper van won't do it, mm. tiny home. Tiny home. So you guys. Your that's father, I, I, I'm, I'd like to lend your hand now, father, and, and put your mind at ease. Oh, th- thank you, thank you, uh, thank you. And he takes you, Morley, and you head off to the back of um, the graveyard. American, um, I think you're going to go along to see if you can help uh, cover it with dirt at the same time. Um, I I am making jokes, but American would actually be serious. She would actually yeah, be yeah, totally. quite, quite solemn and sad mm. this whole time because um, – That's definitely the tone of this like. episode for sure, yeah. <laughs> solemn, yeah. Like – That's good. Lots of jokes, but also very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys arrive at this this uh, grave that American dug um, hours ago, um, and there is just that same cloak wrapped around that shape, uh, that body of uh, the shape of Doru uh, next to it. Um, and Morley, you and the, uh, the father lower this body down into the grave, um, and you both take a step back, and he says a few words. Um, under his breath, just sort of to himself. This is more for himself. He's not. He's not willing to share um, his his closeness with his son with the with anybody associated with uh, what happened to him. Really, um, and uh, he nods towards Mirican. And uh, Mirican, you do your cantrip and and move that pile of dirt over slowly and with uh, precision to really fill that up nicely and, and cover it up. Um, and he lets out a sigh and he wipes away a tear. And he turns to Morley um, and says, my son, and Kolyan on the same day. Kolyan was such a good man and my son, such a good boy. Did uh, Ismark tell you about uh, how Kolyan found young Irina? No, I, I don't think he did. Oh, well, I don't want to speak out of turn. And, um, oh, you know, <laughs> no, tell me. Unburden please, yourself, me. please. Um, and he looks over towards uh, Ismark and Irina, still shoveling this dirt and sort of standing over um, Kolyan's grave. Um, but you, you knew that she wasn't his natural daughter. Did Ismark tell you that much? Mm. <laughs> he it, was in a it, was in, it was in the letter. It was in the letter. <laughs> yeah. um, mm. um, yes. Yes, Kolyan uh, found her at the edge of the Svalich woods um, near the giant pillar stone of uh, Ravenloft, what you can see behind us. Uh, just in the woods out there, and she was, she was but a girl, and didn't have any memory of her past. And Kolyan adopted her and brought her into the family, and and just looked after her dearly. He sounds like a good man, that's for sure. Oh, he was, he was, and, and he just so so did your son. Thank you. And he just turns um, and places a sort of hand on your shoulder, and looks over towards Mirakin, gives Mirakin a nod, and just starts heading back. Um, to both Baron Bill and Loris, at the same time that um, Ismark and Irina uh, head towards you all as well. Um, and Ismark says to uh, Father Donovich, I forgot, how did I forget his voice? Anyway, thank you. Thank, thank you, uh, Donovich. Thank you for, it was a beautiful sermon. Thank you for your words. And I might uh, just go say some words over Doru's grave, if that's okay with you. And he walks off to the back of the um, graveyard. Um, and Irina thanks all of you 
thank you so much for uh, helping deliver my father. I'm going to head back if you wanted to come with me. I want to prepare for our travels. I assume we're heading off first thing in the morning. Is that Does that work for all of you? Uh, I just need to prepare a few things, and I think uh, Ismark will probably want to grab his gear as well. Um, and she turns to leave as well. Uh, and that just leaves um, the five of you standing uh, in a group. Um, Father Donovich has gone back inside the church, leaving you guys standing in this quiet now um, graveyard. Um, where to from here? Uh, Mirakin. What's, what's Mirakin thinking? Um, just really, really quiet and contemplating the sad events of the day and sort of lost in thought. Okay. Uh, Baron? Mm, I'm thinking about how we're going to make it to Valaki. Mm. Um, I want to know if there are any transport options or if we're walking or what. Mm. And what's the safest way to get there? Yep, that'll be a big discussion with uh, Ismark, I think, before heading off, that's for sure. Um, are you guys going to just head back to the, the mansion now or is there anything else you'd like to do before calling it a night? It's now with the that whole procession took about an hour. It's about seven o'clock at night and it is getting pretty dark considering it was already quite dark during the day. I want to go back. Mm. I think, Mirakin, you just um, head off towards uh, and try and catch up with Irina um, and just walk with her back to the mansion, keeping her safe. Morley, what's uh, what's Morley up to? Uh, I'd like to head back to the mansion as well, but I'd like to pop my head around the corner at the tavern to see if I can see any of the, was it the Vistani? Vistani? I want to see if I can see the Vistani in the tavern. (laughs) Yeah, there's um, the same, strangely, the same three uh, Vistani women sitting at the table um, oh. that they were at previously. I probably won't chance my hand with those three that told me to fuck off and not so many words. So. Oh, um, well, I'll say that you, you, you do poke your head in and they look over at you and give you a nod. Um, and Eric at the bar, uh, cleaning glasses, just looks over at you and gives you a nod as well. Uh, there's no hostility in the air at the moment. All right. Um, I'll just give Eric a, Eric and nod back. And then, um, one thing I'd be wanting to know is if any of the other party members wanted to get their fortunes told as I do by the Vistani. Mm, uh, I'm gonna, so I'm going to pop my head back out and address <laughs> the group. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what, I, what do I do to the easiest way to speed this up? Right. Um, without sort of dragging this out too long, is we can say that you've you've popped in uh, and you've asked the Vistani at the table that, you know, you heard them talking about fortunes. Is that something they can do for you? Right? Mm. So is that fair? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. And the um the same lady, the same Vistani that in in uh that told you to basically back off, um a smile appears on her face. And she says, Oh, you want your fortune told. Um well, what we can do, Madam Eva is probably the best one for you on that. And she's just out west at our uh, encampment. If you go there, she'll probably be able to read your fortunes for you. Is it just you or the, the whole group? No, I, I don't know anyone alive that would want a glimpse of what destiny offered, except perhaps Mirican, who said she does it herself. <laughs> um, and she I just said I she, wasn't very good at it. <laughs> uh, 
she lets out a laugh and says, probably not as good as Madame Eva, though. In fact, none of us at this table hold a candle to her. So why don't you, if you're heading out west any time soon, stop off and see if you can get your fortune read. Hey, thank you very much for the information. And I'd like to buy you a table. A couple of drinks is a, is a thank you. And I just slide a couple of coppers onto the table and, and leave. Okay, perfect. Um, and she says something in a, in a different language um, that seems quite friendly in its tone um, and gives you a nod and a smile as you walk out. And you just head back uh, south towards the mansion as well. And you see Loris maybe 30, 40 feet ahead of you that's just making his way back to the mansion um, by himself as well. Uh, Bill, is there anything you're doing on the way back? Um, no, I'm just going to go try to catch up with with Irina and Merkin. Okay, cool. Um, and Baron, how about you in regards to leaving the uh, leaving here? Leaving the village or leaving the um, graveyard? Oh, Hed- no. basically heading back to no, you're just good. Um, Baron, you if you take a look uh, on the map here, you get to this crossroads. The first crossroads passed uh, outside of that graveyard, um, and uh, you hear the sound of a small of like small wooden wheels rolling along along some damp cobblestones, and you can trace the lonely sound to a hunched figure bundled in rags, pushing a rickety wooden cart through the fog to your right. And this figure with this cart wheels up to one of the uh, boarded up doors and just knocks on the door. And she's just waiting with her cart next to it. And the door opens up and she uh, reaches out and grabs a couple of coins out of the hand of just this lonely hand that comes out of the door holding these coins. She grabs the coins and fiddles around in the cart and pulls out what just looks like uh, a small pie, like a small mincemeat, like a little pastry, and places it on the hand of the uh, person from within the home. And the hand uh, pulls back in really fast and the door slams shut. And she wheels herself and she's wheeling closer and closer sort of to you. And mm. she, she gets to a point where she, uh, may, she's maybe two houses down from you and she spots you and she's just this um, little old lady. And she, she looks up at you and just gives you a smile. Um, oh, she's not uh, quite doing contactless delivery. but <laughs> Not at close. the moment, no. Um, it's emotionally contactless. Is she about and, to say something? Did you say? No, she just she looked up and, and gave you a smile. Oh, I'll, then, I'll return the smile. Okay, great. And she walks wave. Um, are you just going to continue on, or are you going to stop? No, no, I'll, I say, oh, hello. Um, and she she just she waves. Uh, oh, hello, Sunny. And um, knocks knocks on the next door, and um, there's no response from this one. And she oh. just wheels across to across yeah. the street to the oh, other. What door. are you selling there? Um, uh, I'm just selling my my little my little pastries. My I call them my dream pastries. Dream pastries. Thank you. Would you I like want... Would you like to try one, Mister? Yeah. What What can you tell me? What's a dream pastry? Sounds and delicious. She just um she reaches into her um cart and pulls out this this beautiful. Like what looks like a mincemeat pie just looks perfectly made as well. It's beautifully oh. made. Um, Is this dream meat? <laughs> um, she says, uh, normally I sell them for one gold piece, but I'll, you look like a nice chap. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you this one if you'd like it. 
No, I can't accept a dream pie for free. And she she sort of takes a few steps over. Oh, nonsense. Nonsense. You can you can have this one. I've got plenty. I've got plenty here. Okay. <laughs> Seems a little normally I'd be Would fine like getting a free father. <laughs> <laughs> normally I'd be fine getting a free dream pie. <laughs> that is actually a mince pie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but can I just check, you know, do insight maybe on this? Because she's given me a free pie, but I don't know why. What if it's a nightmare <laughs> pie? Give me, give me an insight. An oh. insight one? Okay. An eight. Any modifiers no. on that? No? No. You're not picking anything up okay. from She from seems this. fine. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say well I can't accept it. I'm going to give her at least like a couple of pieces of silver. And, um, yeah, you hold out her hand, her your hand with the silver, and she just no, 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 it's fine. And she just closes your fingers back over your oh. silver and places the the pie in in your hand. Okay, and she goes, she goes, oh, I'm very excited to see if you if you like it. <laughs> what what's the special recipe? <laughs> Do you have a lot of um, customers in this town? Or? We have quite a, quite a few, but the, the prices the prices are quite steep for a lot of the people here. Yeah, a gold piece for a pie is quite a lot. I'm surprised that you gave me a free one. Oh, but they're worth it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to smell it. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> it smells amazing. This smells amazing. Yeah, well, it smells I, like a dream. Can I? I hate to eat in front of you, but uh, maybe we. Can, you, no, sorry. you don't mind, do you? No, no, please, please. Okay, <laughs> yum, 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 yum. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna eat that pie. Okay, can you give me a constitution saving throw? Are we what? just watching this play out? Like, no, you guys have all, you guys have all made your way. Oh, I thought we were with him. No, Baron is at the back of the pack. I've here. got a plus one on Constitution. A nineteen. Eighteen plus one, nineteen. Yeah, um, that's that's a good roll. This this pie is uh, beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. you you finish it off uh mm. and it just tasted amazing. So I, once I started I couldn't stop. It was yeah, so delicious. Like, oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, <laughs> like the cookie monster with a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and she looks up at you with these wide eyes and says, oh, what, "What did you think?" Well, I it was delicious. Ah, just just delicious. Hell yes. What was in it? Okay, well, well it's a, I can't tell you what's in, in the pies. It's a secret. But if you, yeah, okay. And she's secret. Sort of, she's looking secret. She's looking back at her spices. Looking back at her cart and opens it up and she's like. Okay, well, I well I have plenty more here to sell, so I'm just be. Thank you. Way. I'm just going to offer her a cigarette. Um, uh, she says, "Oh, thank you," and she just takes the little cigarette and just places it in a little pocket in her shirt at the front there. Okay, make um, her smoke it. Make her smoke it in front of her. Just <laughs> 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 yeah, so smoke a whole pack um, in the closet. Um, I'm going to light one up too and say, so "Thank you very much." What's your name? <laughs> she says. My, my my name is Morgantha, uh, but I I must uh, be on my way to sell these pies. She seems like in a bit of a she's in a bit of a hurry now, and she turns the um, cart instead of continuing on the path she was at. She turns around 
and goes to one of the doors that she had missed earlier. And she knocks, she knocks on the door and um, a hand comes out just like previously, but there's no coins in it this time. Uh, and you can, you're hearing this back and forth between uh, Morgantha and the occupant of this house. Um, and you can overhear talk of payment and you can hear um, the person within the house sort of complaining about the prices of the pie, um, but they still need one of these pies. And she hands over um, one of the pies. And before the door can shut, um, Morgantha just reaches out and pulls from the door uh, this small young boy. And she's just mm. holding onto that boy's um, forearm um, and starts like trying to, and pulls a sack out from her cart mm-hmm. and starts like putting the sack over this boy uh, and trying to stuff this little kid into this sack. And the, the parents from uh, the people from behind this door, they're complaining, but they're not, trying to stop her at all. They're just complaining about the price of these pies. And she just ends up placing that entire sack over this whoa, kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. While she's, if she's putting the sack over, I'm just going to step forward and just say, sorry, excuse me, it seems like you're trying to stuff a boy into a sack. <laughs> Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, We also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, Lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.